Welcome to the LifeWorks Lives We Love podcast, an inspiring conversation with members of the LifeWorks community. We'll hear from a variety of fearless advocates for youth pursuing lives they love. Now, here's your host, LifeWorks CEO, Susan McDowell. Welcome to Lives We Love with LifeWorks. The origin of this podcast is like everything at LifeWorks, our mission, fearless advocacy for youth and young adults who are on journeys to lives that they're gonna love and lives that involve stability for themselves and their families. When I ask people why LifeWorks, you know, whether they are a client of LifeWorks, a staff member, a donor, a board member, anybody in our universe, why do you choose LifeWorks? The answer is always the same. It's the people and the journeys that brought them here, journeys to lives we're gonna love. So that's the podcast, The People of LifeWorks. And I am delighted today to introduce you to Alfredo Guerrero, who is a youth care worker three at our emergency shelter. Alfredo is originally from the border towns of uh, El Paso and Ciudad Juarez. Mm-hmm made your way to Austin, like so many of us who, uh, who aren't from here. Actually, you have two degrees in architecture, so mm-hmm. you have a whole kind of career journey to, uh, to doing this work. But in addition to working directly with youth in our shelter, you're also in a supervisory role. So you are, you're like really training and providing support to, uh, to other folks who are doing this work. So you have that really interesting dual role. So. Welcome, and thanks for, for being Thank here you. today. Uh, first question, I'm gonna ask everybody this. What are you doing in your life right now that just brings you joy? Okay, well, uh, well, first, thank you, before I answer the question, because I think I wanna tell you, I'm very thankful, very excited to be the first person, you know, that someone will think of for for something like this. I was very excited, you know, when uh, when when you invited me and and it's just it's just I I love talking about talking in general let's just say that uh, and especially talking about our work uh, so for the question what brings me joy <clears throat> well I mean everything really like it's hard to put one thing you know I could say my coffee in the morning my cat but but it's really gonna be my my closest relationships like my my dad my sister my nephew my partner my friends my colleagues clients everything that has to do with people which is exactly what you're doing the intro about um and so so it's just kind of moments in life and i think um hiking really also mm-hmm. brings me a lot of uh, a lot of peace uh and i think it kind of balances out the whole kind of you talk too much to kind of go for a hike and just chill for a minute just be just be yeah. quiet right mm-hmm. yeah and i like sunsets too yeah, yeah. A lot i like that. that that's a good contrast because mm-hmm. there's uh we do a lot at lifeworks yeah. right we do shelter we do counseling we do outreach we do all of these things but really we're in the uh we're about relationships mm-hmm. relationships with each other relationships with our youth so it's just not surprising that we're drawn you're drawn here because that's what that's what brings you joy the relationships mm-hmm. and people ask me you know like I think whenever I'm out in the community and I'm sure every person in social services gets asked the question like what do you do and then you know you know mm-hmm. I do this this and this and they're like oh 
You're so a hero. Hard. Yeah, right. That's so hard. You're <laughs> yeah, a hero. It's so hard. I can't it's imagine what you it's, say, right? It's all of that, and it's uh, and it's true. But uh, and but when they ask me like why why life works, why do you do this? It's it's always going to be the people. You know? People. And, the and youth specifically, the life yes. works. I think our clients are are very specifically life works, and yes. then or workers are also very life works, and so. So when I think of why I'm still here with LifeWorks, it's because of the people. So yep. it's part of our culture, just how yeah. we develop relationships. And that's how the mission also yeah. develops and evolves. Because uh, uh, I mean, been here for six years, I have a different understanding of our mission because the world has changed in those yes. six years. And so, from what I understood then, for what I understand now, it's it's a little bit different. Yeah. Well, that's one of the things I like about our mission is it lets us grow. Uh -huh. And then sometimes we, we learn new things about the world and ourselves and our clients, and we, we can change that, and we did last year, yeah. right? We, uh, we took out self-sufficiency. Mm -hmm. Nothing wrong with self-sufficiency, but it's a little misleading, mm -hmm. right? And we just, again, put our, put our youth in the middle of it and say just everybody gets to live a life that they love. Yeah, Everybody think, should get that. Yeah, and I think people don't don't know if people know this, but I think uh, a lot of us uh, in in LifeWorks were part of that conversation mm -hmm. of, of what it means to to change a mission and kind of the direction that we're going. Yeah, it's it's hard, and you know we we've got two hundred people here mm -hmm. on staff, but it is so important that everybody sees themselves and their voice in the uh, in the mission. Yeah. It's fundamental. It's fundamental. So let me uh, let me ask you real quickly. Tell us a little bit about the emergency shelter. Like, who's there, and why are they there, and what do yeah. we what what environment are we creating? What are we trying to accomplish there? Well, the emergency shelter of LifeWorks is a great uh, safe uh, space for youth. Uh, uh, most of them in CPS uh, with a journey in CPS. Uh, we also serve for runaway homeless youth. Uh, um, youth that are leaving unsafe environments and they need a safe space. Um, so it's, it's temporary. Uh, it's like a transition mm -hmm. just to kind of um, deal with uh, an emergency situation and then move on from there to, to something more stable. So uh, they've, experienced, they've experienced emergencies. They may mm -hmm. have experienced trauma. Mm -hmm. They may have experienced a lot of family conflict. Yeah. Or they, uh, and with the case with a lot of child protective services or CPS kids, they may have experienced a lot of placements too. Mm -hmm. A lot of uh, a lot of situations that haven't worked out for them. Yeah, I think uh, some of them come from maybe ten different placements in the past few years, and then some other ones were the first one. It might be a removal from a home or something like that. So, yeah. variety of them, and it's uh, very important to know kind of kind of where they're at. Yeah, so what, tell, tell me a little bit about, because we're talking about relationships, right? Tell me a little bit about what's, what's important for youth when they come to the shelter. What, what kind of environment are you trying to, to build or experience are you trying to, to build for them? Oh, so much. I mean, where do I begin? I think uh, it's, it's important to see yourself and the people that are serving you. So that's, that's something that's important to us, that when a youth walks in, the, the people that are there are a reflection of, of themselves uh, mm -hmm. in, in many, many different ways. Um, I think they're also looking for someone that's patient, that understands that they're not going to be trusting right away. And so that's, that's important uh, in respect of, you know, 
who, who they are, their space, their identity, those kind of things. Um, so safety and respect. Yeah. Are big yeah, things. Who thought, right? Show. Like, yeah, who thought? <laughs> it's not, it's yeah. not a huge surprise, yeah. but uh, you know, you said coming from ten different placements, so that's ten situations that haven't worked out. Mm -hmm. Some of them may not have been been safe for them. Some mm -hmm. might have just uh, been not a good fit. But that's basically kind of ten different sets of adults who have let mm -hmm. them down in some way that yeah. you know might or might not have been the adult's fault or might be the limitation of the systems. But for the youth experiencing it, that is 10 different disappointments at a pretty mm -hmm. developmentally important stage of their, uh, of their lives. So yeah. you know you see that disappointment and it may show up in different ways at, mm -hmm. the, uh, at the shelter, but you're trying to create uh, at, the, at the most basic level respect and trust. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it takes time, and and I think when we talk about, um, well, yeah, because the trust comes kind of as you show them, and then once you once you see that LifeWorks is different, and then they start kind of um, accomplishing things, you know, some goals and mm -hmm. graduating or uh, enrolling in school and seeing that they can. Uh, so Transitioning yep. into something more stable. They can they can make decisions. They can see mm -hmm. progress in their lives, and they have to see it. Well, but and I think if they so it's, some of the youth are long term in mm -hmm. foster care and might not have gotten to make that many choices about their situation. So mm -hmm. you know, as you were saying, you know, getting support to to see some small successes that then build are huge in building confidence mm -hmm. and a sense of uh, agency. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so let's let's talk about normalcy a little bit too, right? Okay. Because it's it's an emergency shelter, and you're with you know a whole bunch of folks who uh, you know who you didn't grow up with, uh, and you might not have been there that long. Um, and so okay, so it's a Friday today. Tell me tell me what normalcy looks like on the weekend typically at the uh, at the shelter. What kind of what kind of stuff mm. do you have going on? Uh, Fridays is, is typically an outing uh, to the movies, so it's like uh, normal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, you know we go to the movies and enjoy some snacks and and come back home. I, I it, there's more to it, but it's like when I when I look at it, it's just like you know they get off school, uh, come so home. So they're going it, to school. That's a some that's of them. Normal. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's different because some of some of our youth are enrolled in school. Some others might be doing GED. Some mm -hmm. of them might be doing online schooling, mm -hmm. and then some of them are in the process of getting enrolled to mm -hmm. school. So it just depends. But I think uh, towards the evening time, uh, we would most likely do some sort of outing. And Fridays, uh, it's typically going to the movie theater. So cool. and working local. too. You know, you yeah. have uh, you have youth who are. You know, the same as any, you know, 17, 18-year-old in the community. They're mm -hmm. working. They're working part-time jobs, full-time jobs. Yeah. Lots of service yeah. industry at that age, mm -hmm. too. Or visiting family, too. Like, uh, some of our youth have family in Austin, and so they might go uh, spend the night uh, at a family member and then come yeah. back uh, on so Sunday. Good stuff. Normal yeah. stuff. Yeah. You know, it could be the weekend at anybody's house with, yeah. uh, you know, you're just you're coordinating for a lot more. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of things. This is kind of what we do. Like if we ask just someone, what are you doing this weekend? I'm going to hang out with my family. I'm going to go to the movies. And <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I think, you know, there, there are folks out there that, you know, 
you know, ask me about safety and security and control. And what I have always uh, valued with our with our shelter is creating as much normalcy as possible, creating as much freedom as is mm -hmm. possible for youth to make decisions, mm -hmm. to decide where they're going to school, not kind of be told where they're going mm -hmm. to school, where they're going to work rather than kind of be told where they're going to work. And that, you know, at this age and stage of things is so important for young people to uh, kind of develop that, like I said earlier, you know, confidence and sense of agency around where they're, where they're going. Essential that they choose what they wear. I know it sounds crazy because maybe some of us have chosen what we're wearing all the time. But uh, I mean, being having uh, knowing uh, what time you're going to wake up, knowing uh, how you're going to spend your time, how much you're going to sleep, if uh, what school you're going to go to, what you're going to wear, and if you've grown your up name. In a system, you might not have gotten that freedom. I think that's what mm -hmm. a lot of people don't understand. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's kind of a gift that we get to say, hey, it can be a little different here. Mm -hmm. Now, on the flip side of things, you know, uh, particularly if you have a full house at the shelter, that there's, there's a lot going on. And so, you know, back to the relationships, right, yeah. that we were talking about, it is absolutely key. And this is what, you know, what, what you and your teams do so well, is just develop those individual relationships with the youth because it's, it is a lot. To, to manage, mm -hmm. so and they're teenagers too. So I know, right? So <laughs> I mean, <laughs> honestly, if they're talking back to you, that's a good thing. They're yeah, doing their job. So, you know, mm -hmm. that's what yeah. you know. For those of us who've, who've raised kids, you know, that's that's what you expect at that age, and mm -hmm. it's they're doing their job, and yeah. it's not reasonable for us to think that uh, that some of that's not going to go on in in a shelter environment too. Yeah. But if you have that relationship, you have that trust, you work through it, and mm -hmm. you know. Everybody comes out the better for it. So I want to turn our conversation actually back to you because I'm really interested in your journey. I mentioned at the, uh, at the beginning of the podcast that, you know, you're a trained architect mm -hmm. and, you know, you worked in that industry for a while and you tried a, a couple of things. So I'm, I'm just super interested to hear more about your personal journey and then kind of how it, how it led to LifeWorks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I went to school for architecture, practiced architecture for a bit. I, I, I knew it, I was so sure it was for me. Like many people that, you know, go to college and they're so excited about what they're going to be. Uh, and I was 110% sure that that was it for me. And it changed. Uh, I don't know how it changed, but it, it did at some point, you know, um, in, and I decided to take a risk and, and go in a different direction. At the time, I went towards teaching. I said, I want to be a teacher. Uh, that's that's kind of what I want to try. And then through a lot of experiences of volunteering and kind of what that means to you, that's how I uh, came to LifeWorks. I started to, in LifeWorks as a volunteer. And so from that's there. That's right. That's right. In a yeah. very different program and capacity. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was doing ESL uh, at LifeWorks. I was an instructor. And uh, that's, that's how I came here. So uh, it's an amazing journey because I was, I was coming into the office as a volunteer. So I got to see that. And then about a year and a half later, I, um, I came in as an employee. And so... And that's kind of how I got here. 
So what is it about this work that uh, that's uh, that's more compelling than architecture? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the answer is going to be the same as the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, right. I mean, do you want to interact with a computer and a mouse all right. day, or do you want to be with you know? And some people do, and there's nothing wrong <laughs> yeah, with no, that, there's right? Nothing. It's just it's not just, for you. No. <laughs> no. I know we we uh, we both talked earlier about how uh, how hard it is for us to stay still, mm -hmm. right? Because we like interacting, we like talking, we yeah. like movement so uh so you know ken who's producing the show you know just had to tell us don't move the chair oh right? yeah i know this, uh, <laughs> i think this is the longest i've been on a on a chair in the, in the week yeah so <laughs> I mean, if i didn't think uh we'd uh we'd compromise the production i'd suggest that we get up and move around because yeah. it's yeah it's a lot but it's uh that's you know that's part of what makes a satisfying life is mm -hmm. understanding what you need right yeah. understanding what you need to feel fulfilled and active and you know movement can be movement can be part of that interaction mm -hmm. can be part of that so i'm delighted you found what you uh <laughs> what you love here yeah. <laughs> tell me a little bit about the uh, the supervision piece because um uh you know youth care worker at the shelter is an absolutely essential position for mm -hmm. The care of youth for the uh, for the kind of coordination of uh, of what we're trying to uh, uh, the opportunities we're trying to make possible for mm -hmm. our youth, and uh, uh, and it's and it's a pretty large part of our of our workforce at LifeWorks too. Mm -hmm. So talk to me a little bit about the uh, the supervisory aspect mm -hmm. and what that's what that's like training people to do this work. Uh, yeah, I think a lot of it is. Uh is just role modeling what what it is because uh, my role is is kind of half and half so so i'm a youth care worker supervisor and so uh, as a youth care worker other youth care workers are working with me and we're just a team so it's a lot of uh of seeing how how we do but but it's not necessarily them learning from from you it's more like learning from each other which is yes. that's what's amazing because it's like i <laughs> I can't say that I'm like training them. It's more of a just training together. And it, it now it sounds kind of silly, but it's really not when you're there, you know, yeah. you're just literally learning from, from each other. Well, it helps that every day is different too, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. It's so, you know, you're, you're dealing with a new situation, certainly a new youth who has different mm -hmm. needs and uh, different dreams and different aspirations. And so, you know, your team is continually trying to figure out, you know, how to best support a youth. And so that just lends itself to the, to the, uh, to mm -hmm. the collaboration and the shared learning. Yeah, and I, I like training, you know, there's, uh, it's the teacher part of me that, that enjoys uh, to, to share what I, what I know, share my experiences uh, with yeah. youth. Uh, for some youth care workers that have never worked with this population, or some have worked with this population, but in a different setting, in a more restrictive setting, and so they're coming in. And what do you mean they can go out? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And so it's a lot of <laughs> it's exciting to kind of open their mind to be like this. This is what what yeah. it should look like. Yeah, I know. <laughs> sometimes when we're when we're interviewing people who've maybe been with juvenile justice, or uh -huh. they're like, "Really? <laughs> we can do this stuff? That's yeah. awesome!" Yeah. Or "Sure, that's a good idea." But you know, mm -hmm. but it and is, and it's an it opportunity. Happen. Yeah. So it's yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm curious, you know, you've been with LifeWorks, uh, you know, five going on six years. Mm -hmm. uh, in, in your opinion, you know, if, if somebody's listening to this and they're kind of trying to think, is this, is this work possibly for me? 
right, or mm -hmm. for somebody I know. What uh, what is what makes a good life worker? I just made up that word. <laughs> well, uh, I oof, that's that's hard. I I I know or I knew that I belong in this organization based on the on the values uh, that we hold. Uh, before I came to LifeWorks, I used to do this exercise of uh, like val value clarification and kind of mm -hmm. every so often I'm like, what do I value in my life and literally write it down. And, um, and I think by the time I got here, I just saw that it really matches what we what we hold. And I was like, well, that, that's good. So I would say if you hold uh, the values that we hold, then you're yeah. probably a, a good fit. We so. are we are very clear about mm -hmm. our values at LifeWorks. Yeah. You know, humility, compassion, tenacity. Tenacity is really important. Uh, curiosity, truth, efficacy, mm -hmm. uh, and we're you know I, I, th I think we're pretty good at uh, in all aspects of really trying to be concrete around how we live into uh, into these values, and it's a and it's an ongoing journey. Right, you're never, you're never there. Do you have a favorite core value of LifeWorks? I don't think we're supposed to have favorites. Yeah. Oh, I mean, really? they, they changes throughout the, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, curiosity is probably my favorite if I had to pick. That's a know. good one. I ask a lot of questions, so many questions. But I think it's good too in this work because you know a lot of people like to judge, mm -hmm. right? And I think particularly when we're talking about homelessness, mm -hmm. when we're talking about foster care, you know, things where there are big headlines. And a lot of controversy and polarization. It is so easy to to get to a judgmental place, and you really need to uh, to approach with curiosity, particularly if you're helping youth kind of unwind and and uh, and figure out where they're where they're going. So I like I like curiosity too, and we we live curi as you know we live curiosity as a uh, organization uh, uh, all the time. Let's you know you're not perfect. You know, yeah. it reminds you that you're not you're not there yet when you're. Curious, yeah. it's just so much you don't know. I like to pair it with humility, you know, <laughs> <laughs> especially when we're curious and we're like, hmm, I think we could have done that better. Let's learn more about it. Uh -huh. um, yeah. yeah, very cool. Closing question. Closing question. And again, asking, uh, asking everybody about this. So when, uh, when you think about our shared work, uh -huh. our values, the mission of the shelter, the mission of uh, LifeWorks, and your particular role, what when you think of when you think of legacy, like what am I trying to create here? What am I trying to co-create here, and uh, and really give to our youth and the community? What uh, what legacy do you want to be part of? And it could be big, and it could be small. There's you know, legacy comes in many forms. And I can prompt you. Yeah, because we had a, we had a conversation not yeah. long ago about laughter that mm. I thought about for days afterwards. Yeah. I that's hard. I mean, I think uh, there's there's some. Um, I know laughter is great, but when I think of the work I want to do with, in collaboration with other members of the community, mm -hmm. it it's it's more serious. It's mm -hmm. it's like like we just need to continue to recognize that there are there are challenges for youth and mm -hmm. in in their environment mm -hmm. that are just they require attention 
quick and, and we need to start making yeah. huge changes. And I think that we are already doing that as an organization. And so I, I want to continue to do that, you know, better education for youth, you know, better safe spaces for youth, a better foster care system, like you name it, like so many. So some of those relate to, to how we provide services at mm -hmm. LifeWorks, and it also speaks to kind of how we use our voice as, uh, as experts and uh, advocates at the systems level. Yeah. For sure, I want to give. I want to. I want to because I don't want to leave our audience hanging about the laughter piece. Uh -huh. The conversation we had was about, you know, your commitment to just, you know, hoping and ensuring and encouraging that uh, that there's laughter at the shelter every day. Oh yeah, that there's they, that kind of normalcy, and that's oh, yeah. you know, I don't want. I don't want to make light of yeah, that because that's super important, right? That's for true. Safety for normalcy, and it just really moved me. When you I think that. it's it's my favorite part of uh, of being a youth worker is that I get to laugh every day like it's it's the favorite uh, favorite part of, of my job is that I every day I walk in and I will be laughing at something that uh, a youth is telling me sharing with me yeah. or a co-worker is sharing with me or something that I say you know so we we just laugh every day yeah. and and we we have joy and, and it's and that's what best. I that's what I love right is mm -hmm. like you can have both you can have laughter and you can acknowledge the, the, the grave seriousness of our work and mm -hmm. the need to do more, not just for our youth, but to, to look at systems work and mm -hmm. look at advocacy, look at uh, uh, you know, educational opportunities yeah. and, uh, and hold, hold both. Yeah. And I just, I just have so much respect for you and, and gratitude that you're, you're oh, sharing. Thank you, you too. And um, again, I'm very happy to be here, uh, talk to you and uh, and talk to whoever's listening about this and can't wait to hear who who else comes on and, uh, no. and see what well you've what set the bar say. high <laughs> for uh for future well, future I mean, podcasts you just wait so we have some amazing people so that's why i'm really excited we do we do and you know uh we're, we're talking to some staff members, we're talking to clients, we're talking to board members. Nice. So it really is the universe of people who, in one way or another, just form, uh, form the community of LifeWorks. So, awesome. so thank you for, uh, for going first. I know everybody, uh, including me, <laughs> appreciates you, uh, you taking that risk. So we're going we're gonna to wrap up. I want to thank you again so thank much. Alfredo and uh, you know I think this was this was a great first podcast we learned uh, we learned a lot about what makes life works and one of those things is relationships one of those pieces is having our eye on what it means to support youth create normalcy create laughter while at the same time, you know, navigating some really challenging realities of the uh, the issues they face and walking side by side with them as they uh, as they navigate those. So, again, thank you. Thanks for tuning in, and we will uh, we will see you next episode. Thank you for listening to the Lives We Love podcast. For more information about LifeWorks and how you can help, please visit lifeworksaustin.org.